0: Welcome to the Ease of Business podcast for the Enlightened Entrepreneur, hosted by Lisa Shermerhorn and Celeste Hartwell. Here is where we help disruptors gain clarity on how to make a bigger impact while living a life of abundance through reading amazing books that have helped us in business. Thanks so much for joining us and let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello to our inaugural podcast for the Ease of Business podcast. Now, if you have watched the Ease of Business or if you know me at all, you know that this podcast actually soft launched a couple to, uh, with a couple episodes last year. But I'm so excited today because we're bringing in a new co-host, Lisa Shermerhorn. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. I'm yeah. so honored to be part of this, Celeste. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're so welcome. I'm so excited that you said yes to this, Lisa. And let me just say, like, I actually talked to many people about this particular co-hosting uh, role. And when I I, I like to tune into the podcast, it is its own project. It has its own life force, and it was like, Lisa, 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 and I was like, okay, <laughs> let's do this. So thank you so much for stepping in and being on this journey with me. And I'm
1: really excited. Well, thank you. I'm thrilled. And you know what, the the more we talk, and the more we get to know each other, we just uh, have a lot of similarities. And we're very much of like minds and seem to share the same values. <clears throat> and that's always been really important to me. And um, when you work with someone who has those same values, everything just feels easy and effortless. It's almost like we finish each other's sentences. And Every time we have an idea, it's like we both just jump on it and make it better.
0: I love it. And this has already been such a magical experience, like coming up with the branding, figuring out the music and just like having a lot of fun. It's been fun to work on this with you so far. And I'm so excited to see where this goes. (laughs) So with that, our format for today, um, anyone who's watching us live on YouTube, on the Facebook page for The Ease of Business or listening to us audibly on all the places that podcasts can be found. We are going to do like a little bit of an uh, reintroduction, a little bit of an interview style between Lisa and myself. We're going to be asking each other some questions and then we're going to introduce the next book for November that we're going to be reading, Uh, spoiler alert, maybe we've read it a little bit already, uh, but you can read along with us. And then our intention is to do this particular podcast live on the third Tuesday of every single month at 7 PM Eastern live on YouTube, live on Facebook. Uh, business page for the ease of business podcast so that if you want to come in and have a conversation about the book and make this kind of like a book club, we would love to do that because it's so much more fun to like talk to people and have a conversation.
1: And and here's the other thing, you can kind of use it as like cheat sheet to see if it's a book that you even want to read, because you don't have to read it, you could just get the you know, the cliff notes, that was the word I was thinking about, and just get the gist of it. And then maybe that's enough. So you can join us either way. And um, we're just excited because I know for me, I've had situations in my life where books have really been really transformative in my life. They've been so important. And um, I love sharing ideas um, with other people. And I love um, that. And unfortunately, I share too many of my books and then I can't find them when <laughs> I go back to them. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to have all
0: the books by the end of this podcast run. Yes. So let's get into the interview section a little bit. So Lisa, I'll kind of ask you the questions and we'll have a little bit of conversation and then you can dive in and ask me the questions and we'll just, we'll just have a conversation. So tell me a little bit about your business as we are the Ease of Business podcast. Like what transformation do you love to help your clients get?
1: Oh, one of the things that I am really good at is figuring out what pe- the root cause of what people's greatest wounds are. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, then helping them reframe it and realizing that that is also their greatest gift because no one knows that issue better than you do. If you've been depressed, no one else has been as depressed as you are. And you've been through that and you know what it's like to crawl out of that hole. And so as it's your wound, it's also your gift. Now, some of the things that happen are people will identify that with that wound, and they don 't know who they are without it hmm. and That can be a major struggle for people to um, really unhinge themselves from that um, from identifying with that so i have I have all of these tools that i 've been studying over twenty years that get to the subconscious mind the part of you that knows everything about your life knows everything that 's happened. Um, because if I were to ask you to go back to a time when you were five years old and remember what happened, you may not remember, but if I'm talking to your subconscious mind and I say, take me to the root cause of, of Celeste depression, boom, instantly, we're going back to maybe two years old or even into the womb, mm. which I find so fascinating. But, um, there's so many tools I've studied neuro-linguistic programming, uh, also known as NLP, Uh, I've studied hypnotherapy, I've studied energy medicine, I'm a certified Y coach. I'm one of those people who can't stop learning. And, And what I really love doing is helping people become in alignment with who they truly are and acknowledging and owning their gifts because many of us have shame around our gifts because we don't own them. We don't understand that there are gifts because when we do something that's easy and effortless, then it doesn't feel like work and you assume that everyone else can do the same thing. And when we realize that that's our superpower, we can own it and and get aligned and it boosts your self-esteem so much and it helps you realize that the work you're doing is either what you want to do or not what you want to do. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. And I just have a couple notes about this. So one, you actually helped me figure out what my why, which was to simplify. I just naturally simplify things for people, like very complex ideas, like taking them down into bite-sized chunks so people can kind of like gnaw on them and get them. And it was such a huge realization to me that this is something that I do naturally, and I wasn't giving myself credit for it. But I do it so naturally, right? Like it is a way of living for me. And when you like brought that to light, it was super helpful. And the, and the other thing that I really wanted to say about your work is that I remember, so if, if a listener or a viewer is not familiar with neurolinguistic programming, um, it is a healing technique. It's about the use of words and really like going into the mind. And I know that a lot of people use this, 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 modality in a very manipulative way. Mm-hmm. And so it, it it's uh, it's something that when someone says I practice NLP, I get a little bit tight in my body and I I get a little bit on the defense and I go, oh, what are they going to try and do to me? Right? Like I just naturally, and, and part of this is from experience, lived experience with people who have used emotional manipulation with the use of NLP in sales tactics and all of that type of thing. So it's legit. My trigger is legit. And I remember when I met you, Lisa, and you said, I do NLP. I didn't have that feeling in my body. It was like you were automatically someone that I knew that I could trust to do that type of work with um, or like any of the healing work that you provide, because I just your energy is so in such a pure space. And I, I just I just wanted to give you that shout out, because I think it's um, when we're looking at shifting our lives and and going into those subconscious, going into those early childhood wounds, really, you know, it can be, it's scary enough. Like it's really big work and it's important work. Um, And having someone that you feel at ease with, that you don't feel manipulated by, that you feel like really can hold that space for you is such an important thing. So I just really appreciate you and the work that you do.
1: Thank you so much for that. And I will tell you, for people who don't know what NLP is, then and someone like Tony Robbins uses it, Oprah Winfrey uses it, presidents have used it, speechwriters for the presidents have used it. Um, any any tool can be used for good or for not good, and and so you really want to be careful about who you choose to work with, and. What I will say is that NLP is one of the most powerful tools that I have used to help people release. As a matter of fact, there's so much to NLP that you can train over and over again with different practitioners and still get more out of it. And I have my master practitioner in NLP, and I just took a basic course that, that I couldn't believe. And we did an exercise that I do with clients, but we did a practice and in 10 minutes, completely shifted me. And in the past two weeks, it has completely changed the way I think and allowed me to really step out in an even bigger way.
0: Mm, I love that. And isn't it perfect timing that this podcast is launching immediately after that, right?
1: Like It is because I had this part of me and it's called parts where I had this part of me that wanted to go big and there was another part of me that didn't. And so I had to learn to communicate with both sides, come to a mutual understanding and integrate it. And how many times do we feel that on the one hand, I want to do this, but on the other hand, we don't, it's a younger part. It's another part. And usually it's a part that will sabotage us. So when you can access those parts and bring them together as one and have them both working together, instead of really trying to, um, sabotage is the word. Um, it, it'll, it makes all the difference.
0: I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. So what led you into doing the work that you do today?
1: What led me was, oh, 20 years ago, I had a breakdown. And I was going from therapist to therapist to therapist and no one was able to help me because I I also decided that I was going to be their best patient ever and I was going to have the best results. So I was so good at telling them what they wanted to hear and they would applaud me. Oh my goodness, Lisa, look how much you've done. And then I would leave literally depressed, even more depressed. And someone suggested a hypnotherapist. And what I realized was that I couldn't, I couldn't do that in the sessions, because they were going right to the root cause and going right to that place where I was guarding that I, on some level, wasn't allowing myself to reach. I didn't want to go there. And when I did what I realized, it was the fear of the fear that was holding me back. And once I accessed it, they were able to release the negative feeling and replace it with what I wish I could have had instead, which completely shifted the way I saw my life. It it was like dominoes. So as I started to um, feel better, I realized that I had this ability and I wanted to learn. And so I wanted to study with everyone that Karen studied with. And then when I was done, I realized I can't be her. I have to figure out who I am. And I went on a journey for 20 years of self-discovery and studying with people all around the world. And I've been with indigenous people in the jungle doing ceremony, not ayahuasca. I haven't done that yet, but there are other ceremonies um, studied in a mystery school in, um, in Italy uh, all over the place. And it's been a wild ride and not with, uh, without challenges because when you step into who you are, The people who are in your life don't always like it. And uh, I had to sacrifice a lot, but I gained even more. Hmm. So it it cost me in some ways, but the gains way outweighed what I left behind.
0: I love that. Yeah. It's such a beneficial journey and it's not without its peaks and valleys. And so it's almost like what I'm deducing is like, the reason that you're doing the work that you do today is that not only did it help you heal, you know, help you heal in the beginning, but it also is like, you're helping your clients kind of heal similar to, you know, their journey is going to be similar to your journey and you're get to like helping them guide through that so that they can get to those results faster. Is that true?
1: Exactly. I like to say I became the person I was looking for 20 years ago.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's what happens with all of us. I just a side note. I remember years ago, you know, getting going to all these different business coaches and I learned so much and I bought so many programs and packages and all these different things to learn about how to run a business and this and that and the other. And a lot of times they'll say, who is your ideal customer? Who is your ideal client? And I had such a hard time with that. And one day I woke up and I went, it's me before I knew this stuff, right? Like it's why isn't anybody teaching that? That's like, that's like the number one business advice tool. Like if you know that it's you at like 10 years prior, five years prior, 30 years prior, whatever that stage was, it's so much easier to create an avatar. Like it's so much easier to know who that is.
1: Exactly. And that's why I love what I do, because someone else, my, my, My goal is I don't want someone else having to wait 20, 30, 40 years to try and heal that pain. If if I can help someone in a matter of a few sessions, um, that that's the greatest gift of all. So, yeah, I mean, I've seen miracles happen and I've seen people walk away not willing to do their work. They weren't ready. And there's no judgment on my part because. I know there were times when I had probably had people I worked with slamming their head against the wall going, what is she thinking? But you have to be ready. Right. You really have to be ready.
0: And I just want to say, like, as a coach myself as well, that has probably been one of my biggest teaching points as well. Like the client is going to get it when the client gets it and if i'm the person who helps them get there great but if i'm the person before the person who helps them get there great yeah. and like i am a i am a cog in in the wheel of their journey right like i am like just someone who is going to help them along the way, no matter what that is. And I think that when we're able to kind of detach our ego from it and like, I need this particular outcome for this person, you know, and like really separate that, then we find so much more success, so much more happiness, for sure. Peace of mind. (laughs) Like It's just such an easier road.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Awesome.
0: So you mentioned this a little bit at the beginning when we were kind of saying what this podcast is, but I'm a little bit curious, like, Why does having a podcast, kind of like a book club, kind of a synopsis of a book, uh, you know, just Cliff Notes version of books, what does doing this show excite you? Like, why does this show excite you?
1: I have to tell you that I struggled in school. I wasn't a great student and I wasn't really a big reader growing up. And when I went through my own metamorphosis, when I started, you know, when I had that moment of like the sky opened and, and everything came in and I was like, Oh my God, I found my purpose. I found what I'm here to do. Reading books were when I was in my dark place, they helped brighten my day. They were inspirational. I could, I could go and listen to someone else's wisdom From their own personal experiences, and I like to say I a la carte the information. I don't have to take everything exactly, but you know, people like Brene Brown and people who are really inspirational. um, Especially in the beginning, when I first started, um, someone said to me, "Lisa, you've got to stop reading. You're like out of control." I couldn't. Every book I could get my hands on, and even my son said to me when he was uh, in high school mom, what would a perfect day look like to you? And I said, going to the beach with a bunch of books. He's like, man, mom, you need a life. (laughs) I don't know that that would be perfect day for me now, but back then that's Mm -hmm. what I needed. And I was just absorbing as much information as possible. And, and what was interesting is it felt like I was remembering more than learning. If that makes sense. It does make sense. It was all this information that was intuitive, that was inside of me, and it was waking me up.
0: I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for introducing yourself so thoroughly.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you. Now. Now it's your turn. Are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready. All right. So I'm going to ask you the question. The first question you asked me is what transformation do you provide as coach?
0: Yeah. So it's been a journey for me. And what I provide now is really helping women who have a business. So typically they're authors, speakers, coaches, um, really learn how to open up, and receive more of their good because I have always been a root cause girl. And so when I'm like looking at a problem, it's probably part of my simplify nature. I really like to get down to what is the basis of what's going on here. And one of the things that I found through my entrepreneurial journey and like through coaching clients in different aspects of uh, different businesses is really, especially as women, we're so quick to give more than we're allowing ourselves to receive. So I often say in a nutshell that I coach women to make a shit ton of money while breaking all the rules, which I just love that phraseology. It gets me excited. People go, wait, what? I want that. Or I'm really turned off, but it's like, I do (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I, everybody, I want that. Uh, the right people, the people who are, you know, my ideal clients like that. And, and so I love that terminology, but the reason that I talk about money is because it is such a, a, a hot topic. It's a trigger topic for a lot of women. And um, you know, I just, I just find that work so important because as women, we're just often not taught how to, receive money. It's not in our DNA. It's not, you know, we're still so generationally young when it comes to being in the work environment.
1: I, I totally agree. I mean, I was raised that, um, you know, I was told that you'd really never be able to support yourself. You need to find someone who's going to support you one day. And um, so, so I did. But at the time when we married, uh, I got married young I don't think it was conscious that that I was thinking that and we both had nothing. We started out with nothing, but um, I never felt like I would ever be able to have a career on my own and really be able to to take care of myself. So um, it took me a long time to come up with that realization because I had that belief in there. So what you offer is really huge, especially women. And I'm curious how you help authors, too, because this is a book club. And for any of those budding authors out there, you know, what are some of the things that you do to help people really bring that inner author out? I think,
0: again, it's about helping ourselves learning how to receive more, because to me, I used to do book coaching. So I want to be very clear, I don't do that any longer. But the, but this is what I learned through that experience, which is why I'm bringing that up, is that. Our ideas, our projects, I talked about it a little bit at the beginning of this show, our podcasts, anything that we desire to do has an energy and it has a life force of its own already. As soon as we think about it, it is like already a living, breathing being. It's already a finished product. So if I think, oh, I really want to write a book about XYZ, the universe is like, yeah, and here it is, right? And so part of like opening up to receive is opening up to receive the intuition for that book, the the, ti- the time, the space, the like whatever that is, right? And so to me receiving, yes, it's money. Yes, it's abundance. Yes, it's love and it's joy. And it's like all of those things and peace and calm and like serenity, but it also is like, what is my inner knowing? Because I think like for me, when I started my business journey, I listened to a lot of other people who had great ideas and they, the things that they taught worked for them, but they did not work for me. And, and there's a reason why. It was not in alignment with me. So I, I just really, and I had to learn, how do I open up to receive more of what I'm here for and not what Sally's here for?
1: You know what, you're so right. And I think that when you are aligned, then you have a better idea of what kind of coach you want to work with, or who you want to be with, and even who your avatar is who you want to work with. And um, it takes a lot to know who you are. Can I just say
0: something really quickly, though? Sure. I am spiritual as fuck and I am woo woo. And I love to use the word align, but sometimes I think I I used to get really tripped up over that terminology. So I always like to, for the listener, like define what does that mean? And to me, it's very simple, right? My thoughts match up with my actions. Yes. Simple as that, right? Like my thoughts, I'm, if I think I can write a book, I think I can write a book. I'm not also saying I can't write a book. I think I can write a book. I can't write a book. I think I can write a book. I can't write a book, right? Like then I'm I'm ping-ponging back and forth. But I'm going, yeah, I can write a book. Of course people want to hear my book. Of course people love me already. They want to buy my book. Oh my God, I know that this book already exists. This book is just waiting for me to tap into it. I can write this book. All I have to do every morning is just close my eyes, put my hands on the keyboard and the book is going to come through. I know that. And so then I'm going to set up the time to close my eyes, put my fingers on the keyboard and do that for 20 minutes every day or whatever that is, right? Like whatever that is, but also making sure that my thoughts are continually in alignment with that goal. My thoughts are pro that goal, right?
1: You are so dead on. And I'm going to tell you a quick story. I bought a desk And it came in a little box, and it was all in parts, and I had to put it together. And there were so many parts that I was in complete overwhelm. And then I just literally sat down and said, Lisa, you're really smart. You love to do puzzles. This is just a puzzle, and you're going to master it. And I suddenly sat down, and I did it. And there's a part missing. (laughs) So I had to call the furniture company to get the part that's missing. And that drove me nuts. But I was shocked that I did it because I was aligned. And I love your description, Celeste. That's perfect. It's that the belief and the action are aligned. And, and the belief is just
0: a thought that we keep thinking, right? Like yes. it's not, it doesn't have to be this, like, I don't know what I believe. Yes, you do. Cause you yes, keep thinking you it. And when you become more aware, that's the practice. When you become more aware of the thoughts that are going on in your head on a regular basis. I mean, another quick example from my tool box is that a month ago I got sick with COVID and for two days I kept telling the story in my head and to other people, I feel like dog shit. 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 shit. And all of a sudden I went, you are a mindset coach. You teach this stuff. Like, how is this story helping you get better? And I was like, it's not. And so I shifted it and I started going, I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am wise. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am wise. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. And that was what I started. And I would like literally go into a meditative or like fall asleep, like just repeating in my mind, I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. And, you know, then all of a sudden I had a little bit more energy to reach out to the people who could help me. And I had a little bit more energy to get the help that I needed. And all of a sudden, I did turn a corner really, really quickly after that. But it was because we're so often giving our, we're not giving ourselves as much credit as we're due for what's happening in our lives. And we're going to talk about that in a whole, uh, well, I, we with all the books. So we on,
1: on mind-body connection, because I'm all yeah. about that. We haven't even touched on that. But I yeah. want to give you a chance, because we're, we're, my time is flying. I want to find out what led you, unless, is there anything more you want to talk about the transformation that you provide, or would you like to talk about how, what led you to the work that you're doing today? Well,
0: I can talk about what led me into this work. So I mean, I talked about it a little bit already. Like I'm a root cause girl. I was hoping people write books and I realized what's getting in their way, what's getting in their way, what's getting in their way. And to me, it was mindset. And that was what I realized, like, they have those voices, that ping ponging going on. And I really wanted to help people move forward with that. Now, I could have kept with books, but I didn't feel comfortable doing that. So I led away from it. And and so I moved into, like, more money abundance receiving because I've always been an overgiver, I've always I've always been the caretaker. I am the big sister in my family. Big sister to three other women, amazing women now. And I raised them in different ways throughout my childhood and into my adulthood. And so, I didn't know how to receive, right? So my like my world also comes from same thing, Lisa. I often say like I wish I would have had me 25 years ago teaching me what I know now because, but I wasn't ready. And I, I give grace for that and compassion and I'm grateful that I learned all the lessons that I did, but it's just such a, you know, I think that often in the coaching sphere, like what leads us into the work that we do today is definitely through living it. Right. And, and, and the other thing that I talked about briefly too was I just see how Women are still so relatively new to the work environment generationally. Men know their worth when it comes to jobs. Like I look at my partner and he is very secure in his, I know that I earn this much money and I know that I'm worth this much money, right? Whereas when I worked in corporate America and I started inching up the food chain, I started not feeling worthy of what I was getting paid, even though I was doing amazing work, but I couldn't give myself credit. I couldn't receive that amount of money. And so it, to me, I I really have a very strong, you know, heart pull for women because being one and living through that experience and watching, you know, even the women, some women in my family having a difficult time with their worthiness around money and, and joy and self-care and things that they desire. You know, it's something that I really feel strongly about shifting for women.
1: Good for you. It is so needed. Um, I it is a big it's a big topic and there's a whole nother topic around money mindset that we could go right. into um so I really admire the work that you do and uh, all the people that you help it's really beautiful it's really beautiful and so I'm just curious what helps you what excites you about sharing these books what brought you to this idea in the first place
0: oh well what brought me to this this idea is a completely different question um but I will say that. So in my journey in entrepreneurship, I've been led to some things that people would call absolutely crazy, like 30 days in silence, 40 days in silence. And when I was in 40 days in silence in 2019, um, when I came out, it was just very clear guidance, like start a book club. And so I put it on meetup for a while, and it didn't really gain any traction. And I and then the energy kind of went out of it for me and I said if this book club is supposed to be it will come back. I just believe that if this idea really wants me then it's going to come back for me. And so I released it and then a couple months later it was like right back in my head and it was like come on. And I always say they tap you on the shoulder until they you'll take them by the hands and they lead you and I and then I said, "Oh, it's a podcast. It's a podcast." And so that was when I realized like, yeah, and I love books. Like, I mean, it might be a little bit embarrassing to talk about the number of books that I blow through in a week. Like it's a lot. And a lot of it is audible. I do much better with audible, but often I'll buy the audible and then I'll have to have the hard copy or I'll buy the audible. And then I have to have the Kindle and I have multiple versions of some books, like all the places um, and I am blessed that I was able to create a library in our home in a spare bedroom. That's no longer being utilized by a child who's now an adult. Um, and I just, I love books and I always loved to read and write. And I wrote, started writing, you know, when I was 13 years old as a way to express emotions that I wasn't able to express other ways in my life. And so reading to me is just I love to learn. Like I love to learn, and I love sharing these books because I think that they're so valuable. I know uh, to me the 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 verbiage that keeps coming up for me around this podcast is move forward faster, you know, through learning what other people have done, right? And like avoiding the pitfalls and 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 getting there. And I think that books are an amazing tool to be able to do that with.
1: Here here. I, I love my books. I'm the same way. And it's so funny you said that because I guess I'm old fashioned, but I love the feeling of the book in my hand. But I, I'm so busy with my days that when I go to sit down to read, I fall asleep. I could only get through a few pages. So Audible has been awesome because I like to walk. And when I exercise, I'll listen to my books. Last summer, I took on The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand and atlas shrugged and then those books are like this thick and it took me all summer but uh i walked a lot (laughs) and listened to it so yeah audible's been really great
0: (laughs) i love that yeah i mean for me audible is a lifesaver i normally listen in the morning while i'm doing other things and And then I'll be like, ooh, I need to go back to that. Or ooh, I need to see that in a physical copy, right? Like, and I need to be able to take notes in this book because a lot of this book is amazing. And I need to like really use it as a reference guide.
1: Yep. Yeah, the highlighter is my friend.
0: (laughs) Oh, I've got highlighters. I've got little flags. I've got, uh, you know, (laughs) it's a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. So thank you so much for interviewing me,
1: Lisa. Oh, amazing. Same here. This was fun. And um, I hope everyone who's listening um, got a chance to really get a sense of us. If you have any questions, you can always reach us. Um, And uh, well, through the podcast, they can ask questions. Or reach us? I
0: think so. I mean, I think the best way is to go to the YouTube channel, which is the Ease of Business podcast. We don't have a fancy URL yet, but if you search the Ease of Business podcast on YouTube or in Google, you will definitely get to our channel and you can comment on the video. So we would, I think that that's like, we would love to hear what kind of books you know, you'd be interested in as a listener, as a viewer that we would review um, what's helped you if you've written a book, we'd love to, you know, see if it's a good fit to see if you're, you know, a good fit to be on the show and interview you as an author. Uh, so did you have anything else that you wanted to add, Lisa?
1: No, I'm just really excited. Our, our next, our, our first book, is going to be uh, Thank and Grow Rich, and um, I'm more than halfway through, and I have so much highlighted in that book, and I just love her. It's by um, Pam Grout, and uh, this was a suggestion by Celeste. She'd read it, and it's really well done. There's so many ideas, and uh, I can't wait to talk about that book. I love that. And that's going to be what November 16th, which is the eve of my birthday. So we can have a little celebration. (laughs) Yay. Um, I didn't
0: realize it was the day before. That's so fun. Yeah.
1: The 17th. Well, Scorpio.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm a Scorpio too. So that's awesome. There we go. I love it. So yeah, I just wanted to make sure that people know it's thank and grow rich and not think and grow rich. The Napoleon Hill yeah. Uh, masterpiece, but it's a it's a play on that, and it's a lot of fun if you enjoy cursing and like tell it like it is. Language Pam is incredible author, and it's so much fun. And so, and Lisa pointed out last month, like how fitting is it that we're doing the Thank and Grow Rich um, for November? Yeah, I'm just realizing I yeah, I'm just realizing I had uh, mistyped in here, but. I'll do that
1: again. The other part that's really fun because you mentioned it, they actually came up with a movie of Think and Grow Rich. Oh. And if you go on the website, it's not much money to download, but it's really well done. So <laughs> on a side note, give you a little extra. I just saw it about two weeks ago and I really enjoyed it.
0: I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And so again, we will be live on... Tuesday, November 16th at 7 p.m. We really appreciate you joining us today. And with that, we will see you next time. This has been the Ease of Business podcast for enlightened entrepreneurs, hosted by Lisa Schirmerhorn and Celeste Hartwell. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find us at theeaseofbusiness.com on our Facebook page and on YouTube at the Ease of Business Podcast. We stream live on YouTube and Facebook every third Tuesday of the month. And we'd love it if you'd like to read the book that we're doing next and join in the conversation live at 7pm Eastern. See you then.